Hey everyone, and welcome back to Say It Out Loud with Martha, the podcast. So, as most of you know, in my last episode, I feel like was, what, two, three weeks ago now? Listen, your girl's been busy. I have not had a weekend to myself, I feel like in forever. So this weekend, I'm deciding to sit down and record my episode about my friend Shane's wedding. It was a two-day event, and it was also during the heat wave that we were having here in Oregon. So that was fun. Um, I don't do well in the heat, so I was a little worried that I was not going to make it. Not like make it like physically not get there, but like make it throughout Saturday and Sunday. But I did pretty good. I did pretty good. I spent two and a half hours, almost three hours each day there. And so I feel like that was more than enough because altogether, Shane and Jonathan took six hours of my time. (laughs) No, I'm just kidding. It was fun. It was a really nice wedding. So it was a two-day event. And the first day was lumberjack games, drinking, dancing, and barbecue the location of it was I already forgot (laughs) I wish I had the invitation in front of me because I would look at that right now but it is sitting on my coffee table which I have it I have my laptop and my microphone on a table right now so if I move it you're gonna hear all the noise so let's just not I think it was called Horning's Hideout I hope that is the correct name I'm pretty sure that it is. It's somewhere in Hillsboro. If you haven't been there, I know I have never even heard of that place before Shane's wedding. Like I know like when him and Jonathan were looking at venues to have their wedding, he did send me a picture and like the website of this location, but I didn't pay attention to the name because I wasn't sure if they were going to commit to this place. So I do remember him looking at it and I do remember him sending me the link to look at it and it was beautiful. I mean, it was, it's outdoors. It was all outdoors. Lord, it was all outdoors and it was so hot, but how would they have known that we were going to have a heat wave? It is not their fault. And yeah, it was, it was a good time. So Saturday it started at three. So like the barbecue started at three. And, of course, your girl is there early. I get there around 2.30, so a half hour before it all starts. And I'm thinking people are going to be on time. And it's, I'm, you know, waiting for our other friends, Nicole and her husband. And I'm like, okay, since we're really the only two people that know each other, like, let's make sure to, like, hang out because I don't know anyone else there. Like, I, I don't know anyone else. So we waited, and I'm like, oh, my God, did they get lost? And just fun fact, if you ever go to visit this place, there is no cell service. So make sure that you are communicating beforehand with anyone that you are meeting there because once you start going in, your phone service just dies. And so we found out real quickly that that is kind of inconvenient. I mean, for everybody, it's not just like, oh, it's inconvenient for me. Like, I mean, at one point, you know, Shane was like, oh, I wish I had cell service to make sure that this person was okay or like if they were going to make it or like anything like that. But since he was a groom, 
he couldn't leave. He couldn't just like disappear and leave his party guests and, you know, everyone who came out to celebrate with them. So I can see that being a disadvantage if, yeah, there, I mean, there's no phone service. So there's, yeah, really hard to communicate with people, especially if you need them to bring you something. You better be planning ahead of time and bringing over bringing things like pack way more things. Um, they did have where you could reserve a camping site if you wanted to camp overnight. Honey, I was not camping overnight because it was too hot and I need my AC. Like, sorry, not camping out. But either way, I wasn't going to camp out. But to those who did, good for you. Good for you. Not for me. Um, not saying that I don't like camping. It just was too hot to do that and to have to be more in like formal wear on a Sunday to be sweating all day Saturday and then potentially not get a shower to then have to dress up on Sunday. I don't know if that's the look, but um, either way, I feel like that that is a really nice option that they had for people. I do. I do think so, especially for people that are like, I want to pay for a hotel or like anything like that. I, like camping sounds fun. Like I'm going to take the opportunity. Great for you. Live it. You live that. And I'm happy for you. Um, so we get there and I told Alvaro, I was like, should we just walk down and like go down the hill where the party's at? And he's like, sure, why not? I'm like, Nicole will be here. Nicole will be here soon, right? Like she's not lost. And so it was three, we get down there and I see Shane and I go and I hug him and I say hi. And and I said, oh, is there like people starting to show up? And he literally told me, you are the only person so far that is not part of the wedding party. So I got there so early that they were still setting things up because who is ever on time to like social events? Who is on time? I guess and as, a, as an adult and going to a party, I guess you're not supposed to show up on time. But maybe that's the white girl in me. My mom was always on time. But the Mexican side of me, Mexican time, that's like two, three hours after the printed time on the invitation is you start two, three hours later. And it's weird because it's like a silent code that even though they tell you the party starts at three, they really know the party starts at seven or eight. So that's when people really start showing up. So people are like, oh, I know I put, you know, like three o'clock on the invitations, but I have like two to three hours extra to prep and get things ready. So it's not the same thing, but you know, I just had to say that because I'm oh I'm I I get like anxiety if I'm running late to things so I always plan ahead and usually have to be at a place like a minimum of 30 minutes before like it's just it's something I have to do because I get really bad like anxiety and like I start getting just like mean and yeah it's not it's not nice I'm not nice when I'm running late to somewhere um, the food was like ready when we got there, which was amazing. It was catered. I forgot what the business was that was catering it, but it was good. They had a cute little coffee bar. Like you could just walk up and be like, excuse me, miss. Can I get a nonfat something, 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 something. And then <laughs> like for me, I only drink like white chocolate mochas and like a vanilla latte chai latte see i don't even know because i i don't drink coffee like that like the most i get are the drinks that are already like oh here's a like caramelizer from dutch bros and if it's starbucks i mean white chocolate mocha that's as far as i go and but it was cute because they had like 
like already drinks created so you could be like oh i want i don't know what the names are but they were like like let's say it was like can i get a shane coffee can i get a jonathan special like something like that like it was really cute that they had like some coffees named after like the whole thing so that was pretty cute there was so much cake and desserts it was a little overwhelming on where to start with the cakes and desserts because I swear there was like three tables if I'm remembering correctly it was like the whole back end of the covered area was just like two or three super long tables full of cakes and pastries and dessert stuff and Jonathan's mom actually made all of that and I'm so sorry that you're listening to Bruce's squeaky toy right now he is being annoying and rude But anyways, so those were good. The cupcakes were good. I didn't try any of the cookies or anything like that, but it was nice because Jonathan's mom really took the time to make like uh, vegan options, gluten free and then just like regular stuff. I forgot. She she was like, this is this, this is this, this is that. And I was like, girl, you need to calm down for a minute. You just need to hold on. Hold on. I'm just standing right in front of this table. I'm just looking at things. I'm not I'm not ready to taste anything hold up you know so I was like you need it and I asked Shane I was like who was that lady that I just talked to and he goes oh that's Jonathan's mom I said oh okay that makes sense Shane and I talk on a personal level about his mother-in-law and so the moment he told me that that was his mother-in-law it all connected I'm like yeah okay that makes sense and it made sense throughout the whole wedding it made sense throughout the whole wedding Not that she was, no, she was out of control. I'm sorry. Shane told me I could just say what I wanted to, but I'm still going to be nice because it's one thing when a party planner is like, hey, everyone, you know, in about 15 minutes, we're going to go ahead and start games. But what she was doing is she was going around each table and be like, you guys need to create a team because you're going to have to play games. And it's like, excuse me, it is like... 100 degrees outside I don't want to play toss whatever whatever that game was I don't I don't want to play anything that involves moving my body because sitting here I am sweating I don't want to do it and there were some people that were like oh I don't want to play and she pretty much was like well stop being a baby about it like flat out and I was like excuse me I'm going to be nice because I am at my friend's wedding, but trust me, if we were not here and if I did not have to be professional and like just nice, I would not be nice to her, like straight up. She means well, okay? She means well, but I can definitely see that there is some control issues there where she has to be in control because the entire wedding it was like that like to the point where I was a little upset on day two but we'll get into that in a little bit but the food was really great they provided drinks like the beer that they had was really good Alvaro was like this is so good um they had water which was nice for some for people who didn't want to drink um and then also the coffee bar and then they had What else did they have? There was just so much going on that I had to really sit and think and write notes because I could not remember it all. 
And it was really cute because when you think of lumberjacks, you think of like plaid, outdoorsy, woodsies, like lots of plaid, lots of plaid. And the decor was like plaid. And I think where the desserts were, there was like two. I really hope they were moose. I feel like it was two moose, mooses next to each other. Or was it bears? I can't remember. Shane, I'm so sorry. I can't remember. But it was cute. Like the whole setup was so, it was so cute. There was Zelda stuff because Shane is huge into Zelda. I know of Zelda because of the old Zelda game that I played on my grandma's Nintendo 64. And I tried playing Zelda and I could not get into the castle. What is up with that? I could not get into the castle. But I was like 11 years old trying to play that game. And I guess it's actually pretty hard. So I need to go back and try to play it again because every person that I've ever talked to about Zelda and I tell them that I did not get into the castle, they start going off about, oh, but did you get this crystal and did you get this sword and did you, what? I don't know what you're talking about. I don't know what you're talking about. But I I think I do need to play Zelda because it does look, from what I remember, it was, it was fun. Um... But yeah, so Shane had like a huge like Zelda flag and and there was just like or like a menu thing. Oh, my God. I'm so sorry. I there was just so much going on. I don't remember, but it was so cute. So Zelda theme, there was some Jeep stuff thrown in there because Jonathan is really into Jeeps and then lumberjack theme. So it was really cute. The area was beautiful. Like you it. It did feel like we were in our own private little section. Like, even though it is technically like a park where multiple parties could be or like if you're doing like a day trip, you can go in. But if you're doing like a day trip, like you pay five dollars to get in. And there was like a family like fishing. There was I mean, there's like a lake. There's like those boat things, paddle boats that you can rent. Um, There was like a cute like little bridge moment across the way. And I was like, I want to walk and like see everything. But also it was so hot that moving was like, I can't do it. I can't do it. Luckily on Saturday, there was like a I guess it was from the fire smoke because the sun was not directly on us, which was nice. Um, but there, there wasn't a whole lot of shade because I mean, who needs shade? (laughs) No, it was really nice. And, and I was a little worried because when I got there, I saw like a bunch of these red, like, I guess I found out they're porter potties. See, I'm used to seeing porter potties being green or blue, but there was like these red things, like eight of them standing in a row. And I'm like, what the hell are those things? And it's weird because they they look like they have like some tube things going on the top of them. I had no idea what those were. And then when Nicole told me, she's like, oh my God, I was worried that there was not going to have any bathrooms and we had, would have to climb up the hill again. Cause it was, it was like a hill that you'd go down and then it was like the area. Um, but we all thought that we had to climb back up the hill to use the porter potties. And I said, first of all, I am not a porter potty girl unless I have to go because my father growing up did not allow us to use any public restrooms, whether it was in a store, park, restaurant, or porter potties. Like that was a no no, and we could not use them because he said that they were super dirty. Which I mean, porter potties, they're, they I mean, they're used for one purpose and one purpose only. 
and like no running water. So yeah, obviously it just sits there. Um, but yeah, my dad would not let us use it. So I was like, if I have to hold it, I'm going to hold it and I'm not, you know, but luckily they had a really nice bathroom, like not very far. It was like, in, like you could sit at your table and see it. And Alvaro was like, the bathrooms are really nice here. And I was like, oh, that's amazing because most parks or outside venues that you have, the bathrooms are like decent. But this, it was like you're walking into your home bathroom. Like it was nice. And the bathrooms were a little stinky stinky with some uh, marijuana smell coming through. And I definitely could smell it when I had to use the restroom. And then also when I was waiting for my friend outside, someone was definitely in the bathroom getting a lit because it was coming through. And I was like, okay. So, and there's like signs everywhere that says that there's no smoking. So people needed to get creative here. And I'm not judging. I'm not judging. You got to do what you got to do. And we're at a party. Like we're here to have fun. We're here to celebrate two individuals who are about to get married. It, it was good. It was a really fun time. I loved seeing Shane's community. Like, I have never been around so many gay men before. And Alvaro was like, I think this is the most gay men I've ever seen before, like, at one time. And I was like, well, yeah, you wouldn't even have. I mean, not that Alvaro's not, like, against gay people, but or anything like that, but I definitely am like, oh, let me, I, I want to be friends with all of them. Like, hi, hi, like, let me be friends with you. And so I asked Alvaro, I was like, if you would have not met me, do you think you would have had a gay friend? And he said, I don't know. He goes, honestly, I, I don't know. Cause most guys like don't talk to each other about that stuff. Like men don't have the communicate, like the, I guess like women, when we communicate, like we're at all different depths. Like, we share, right? Where men are a little bit more closed off and don't talk about their feelings and, like, stuff like that. So I can see, like, a gay man not wanting to tell their straight friend that they're gay, especially if they're, like, insecure about it. I don't know. Or maybe they think that person's going to judge him. I don't know. Alvaro's not that type, though. Like, he would be like, okay, that's cool. Like, hey, dude, like, as long as, you know, you're not doing anything to me, I'm fine. And... I feel like that's how most men see anyways. Like, well, if it's not me, then, you know, whatever you do, you. But Alvaro actually really likes Shane. And good thing, too, because he is my boo, my everything. And he, Alvaro, I already told him, I was like, if you got a problem with my friendship with Shane, I'm leaving you. And he was just like, oh, no, 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 no problem. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm kidding. But I did tell I did tell him one day, I was like, you can't have a problem with my friendship with Shane because I have never met anyone that I have connected so well with, like instantly, like instantly. When I tell you that Shane and I are the same person, we legit are the same person. Like there are days when we're just like talking at work and we literally will send each other the same words like because we have instant messaging and there are times I kid you not multiple times a day where we say the exact same thing to each other and we just like crack up like I can't believe like who would have thought that you were going to say that I don't know because we're the same person we share one brain I don't know but yeah so it's just it's crazy it's crazy when you meet people like that in your life like when you literally just connect on a whole different level and yeah I don't know but anyways, going back to the wedding, 
let's see. I'm looking at my, oh, Shane got everyone like hand fans. I'm so, what are those called? Like when you like snap them open and you're like, heller, like, you know, I'm so sorry. I don't know what they're called. Just fans, hand fans. You snap them open and you're like, hey girl, that, those came in handy. I will cherish mine forever because this was my first same-sex wedding and my one of my goals in life was to go to a same-sex wedding and I got to and I will always cherish that fan until it breaks I actually told Alvaro I was like I think I'm gonna hang it in my office like I think I'm gonna open it and then like nicely put it on my wall as decor like that's how obsessed I am with it sadly my friend Nicole's dog chewed hers up (laughs) in the back of the car so she didn't have a fan for the second day so I was sharing mine like I would fan myself and then I would start fanning her I'm like I gotta share it I gotta share it I feel so bad that her dog ate hers but we made it through um let's see what else oh when Alvaro and I left the on Saturday I told Alvaro I was like okay did you feel like you were in like a non-judgy environment? Like you just felt like everyone there was just there to have a good time and like wasn't talking crap or like looking at people or anything like that. He goes, yeah. He's like, I literally felt like I, yeah. He's like, it was such, it was such an amazing energy that was there like amongst everybody like everyone knew each other and I was trying to figure out I was like okay are you Jonathan's friend or are you Shane's friend like I was really trying to do that but at the same time I'm like maybe it's both of their friends but it was just so nice to see everyone together and use all the couples all the couples were like dressing alike and like wearing matching outfits and like it was so cute it was so cute I was living for it I was like this is just amazing there was one guy that Alvaro and I were like this dude's got style he had like a black hat on and I'm sure if Shane is listening he'll know exactly who I'm talking about because he had like a ginger beard and he had like a blue mohawk and like the tank top he was wearing that day and his shorts like okay like he was he dressed really nice like I thought he did and Alvaro's like yeah that dude's got style and I was like right like and he was so nice the one time he talked to me he was like excuse me and I was like oh let me get out of your way I'm so sorry and I was like he's cute (laughs) he's a little cutie oh it was so nice it was just like it was so fun even though it was hot it was it was a good time. Um, let's see. I think that's all I have for day two. Me and Shane did get in a tongue popping competition, which is funny. And I know like if y'all don't know what that is, like I forgot what we were talking about. And I said, he goes, are you leaving? And I said, yeah. And he goes, oh, and you're not going to come tomorrow. I said, bitch, I'm going to be here tomorrow. And he's like, OK. And then he went like that. And then I went like that and then it just started off a like just tongue popping back and forth to see who could do it the loudest and then we just started cracking up and <laughs> I told Alvaro I was like did you see that I'm like I'm like acting like Alvaro wasn't there and I'm like did you see that Shane was like this and then I was like that and he's like Martha I was there I saw it. and I'm like oh my god I love him so much <laughs> like just, it was a, it was a cute little way of leaving and yeah that's just that's just what that's just us day two let's go into day two real quick because this episode's getting I've I didn't realize it was going to be this long and I don't want to I don't want you guys to think I'm 
complaining or anything like that about day two. But day two did not make me happy from the beginning. And the reason for that is because on the invitation, it says ceremony was to start at 1230. So they had they were going to serve the wedding guests breakfast, I believe, starting like at 10 and then at 1130 or something like that, they were going to do like pictures with the grooms if you wanted to. And then at 1230, the ceremony was going to start. So I didn't want to partake in the breakfast because they were also serving lunch or dinner. They were having they were having dinner or food for everyone after the ceremony that I was like, I don't want to be too full and not do the dinner afterward. So Alvaro and I were like, okay, we'll skip the breakfast and we'll go to the ceremony. Like that's the most important part to me. Like I want to be there when they walk down the aisle and I want to be there to see everybody, you know? And so I get there at 12, meet up with Kyle and Nicole again, my friends, and we start walking down the hill and I noticed that a bunch of people were sitting in the section where the ceremony was going to be. And I was like, Nicole, did it start? And she goes, there's no way that it can because it's 1205 or like 1210. And so we start speed walking and I notice that Shane and Jonathan are already standing at the end of the aisle ready to walk down. And so the bridal party is already, or the groom's party, uh, the wedding party. I'm like, how do I say this when it's like two, two men, the groom's party? Anyways, the, the wedding party was already up at the altar, like on either side. And I'm like, what the fuck? Like, did this really just start? And so I was like, okay, so we like speed walk and people are looking at us like, oh, you guys are just showing up. But it's like, excuse me, the time said 1230. Don't be printing a time on invitations and not follow through with that time. There was definitely other people that showed up 15 minutes, like at 1215. So 15 minutes before the 1230 mark to at least get seating. So that way they could be there to watch Shane and Jonathan have their moment. I was lucky enough that when we were walking down that Shane and Jonathan had just started walking and then there was no seats and we weren't going to go walk all the way around behind and kind of distract the whole situation to try to get these four seats that were pretty much in the middle of the sun like the sun was like beaming on these seats. So I said, "Okay, well, I'm just going to stand here. So I saw the back of Shane's head the entire time, but I was so thankful that we got there at the time that we did because I would have been very pissed if I missed the whole ceremony and I would have just left. I would have been like, okay, well, what was the point of me being here? Like, I'm going to leave now because I missed the most important part. But luckily, I was able to listen to them talk. Their friend who did their wedding, um, officiant, is that what it's called? The person who marries them? I forget. He did so great. I was like, this is so amazing that they had, or Shane, like, had his friend, like, officiate their wedding. It was so, it was good. And it was, I, yeah, I was just so thankful and very lucky that I got to see the most important part, which was Shane and Jonathan up at the altar. Um, and it was very sweet. And I was trying not to cry the entire time, if I'm being honest. And people were still looking over at us. But I was like zoomed in like my I could not see anything else that was going on around me. I was 100 percent just zoned into Jonathan and Shane. Like that's all that I cared about at that moment. And that's all that I wanted to listen to. And it was 
It was just so beautiful. I was like, oh my god, they they did it. I was crying. I was like tearing up at the end. It was so cute. And it was, uh, I'm glad I made it in time. Technically, I was on time, but made it on time for, because it started early. Because guess who was like, let's go. Yes, you guessed it. Shane's mother-in-law was like, let's get this going. And it's like, mm, hold up. You printed on the invitation 1230. And you started it early. There are other people who were showing up. And actually, one of them was my one of my old bosses. And I was like, hey, how's it going? He, and yeah. <laughs> we also needed to figure out where we were going to sit. So we finally found like the person who was like, oh, you're at table seven. I was like, perfect. Um, and it was nice because then everyone sat down. The other thing, though, that kind of got to me was that they were doing pictures after. So you were able to go take pictures with the the husband and husband now and Alvaro and I, we were going to wait until the line kind of died down because the line was starting to go into the tables. And I'm like, it's too hot to just be standing there forever. So let's wait till it dies down. So it starts to die down. And then we're next. And out of nowhere, it's like, okay, everybody. Now, everyone, go to the other side. We're done taking pictures. And I was like, okay, well, um, I guess we're done taking pictures. So I'm just going to walk away because I was not about to be like, wait, 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 wait. I want to take my picture because I knew that that, that was not going to fly with the mom and so I was like I, I don't even have the energy so I'm gonna go sit down and I'm not gonna have my picture with Shane and Jonathan which is fine I can I have other pictures like I have October of 20 no yeah October 2020 we went to the pumpkin patch and we took pictures together so I have that at least and um yeah it was it was fine I was okay with it because it was also really hot and I'm like, I don't think I look that cute and Shane and Jonathan look amazing and I don't want to be up against that because they're just going to make me look bad. So I was like, okay, it's fine. It worked out. It worked out. And so then we all lined up. We all had our bubbles and then the videographers. Oh my God. I got to talk about the videographers. I, oh my God. Okay. Hold on. So we're lined up. We're about to do the bubbles. The videographer and the photographers, it was a family that they had hired because I'm like, Shane, did you guys hire a family? He goes, yeah, I think so. Because <laughs> so, there was like this 18 year old kid walking around with like a little ponytail on the top of his head. And he was so awkward when he would stand in front of our tables and just hold a camera like straight face, not even smiling, not even saying like, hey, guys, say something, nothing. It was just like, like his arm was crossed, uh, like was crossed over his body and he was resting his elbow on his arm and just holding the camera like this. Well, you can't see me, but I'm holding the camera like up, like no emotion in my face, no like warning sign to be like, hey guys, like say something or like you're being recorded or, you know, something. So there was one point where we're like sitting there and we're talking and we're eating and I'm like, and all of a sudden we're like, we stop talking and we look at each other and we're like, is he recording? <laughs> and then like, and we're like, I don't know what's going on. So then it got to the point where we stopped talking because I'm like, is he trying to take a picture? I don't know. <laughs> so it was, and then we were just like, what the fuck was that? Like, that was so weird. I don't know. The the kid, the other people that were going around, they, they knew they were just like on it. They were, they were great. They were like jumping over things to like get the perfect shot. And I'm like, damn, these people are really going all out. This is amazing. But that kid, it was just like, 
straight face the entire time. And excuse me, but this is not a straight party, okay? If you're going to be having a straight face, y'all, you got to go. I'm just messing around. Um, But anyway, so we line up in two lines. We do our bubbles. And then the wedding party comes through. And then Shane and Jonathan come through. It's going to be such a great, like, video of that. And then also, like, pictures if if when it comes to looking at both because seeing the bubbles and then being surrounded by all those people that are just there to celebrate you is is great to be able to have that to be able to look back on the video and pictures it's going to be great and so I just hope that they turned out because who knows with like the lighting and everything if the sun was too bright because the sun was out like it wasn't blocked by like the smoke clouds so the sun was out. So I'm hoping that the video and pictures turn out amazing. Um, let's see. I'm going to look at my notes real quick. See line. Oh, let me tell you about two party guests that I was like, could not take my eyes off of them. Shane, if you're listening, who were the men in the gray suits? I don't know if they're twins. They looked alike. One had like a beard and the other one didn't. But these guys looked like... Like, they had such nice-ass suits on. Like, gray suits. They looked so good. I was like, Alvaro's like, dude, that guy looks like he's an actor. And I'm like, who, who? And he's like, the guy in the gray suit. And I was like, Alvaro, there's two guys in the gray suit. I think they're twins. And he's like, what? And he's like, oh, shit, there's the other one. So it was, I literally felt like, you know when Dwight and Michael Scott are at the bar? And, like, Dwight's like, Michael, leave here there's twins and it ends up being two guy twins and he's like isn't it incredible (laughs) like and michael's all pissed because he was talking to a woman not to go see two fucking twins that are men that he's not into (laughs) so it was like that like we were so amazed by these two i i don't know if they're twins but to me they looked alike and they dressed alike and hey if they're a couple and you know whatever like, they looked a good. I was like, man, these guys are fly. I was like, I want, if I could take, if I could wear that suit, sir, I would wear that suit. <laughs> like, that. I was like, man, this dress so nice. I was impressed. There was a guy with a kilt on. I was feeling his outfit, too. Um, it was, everyone was just dressed. There was this girl in, like, this, like, copper dress i was like yes girl and then she had like some gator snakeskin gator boots that had like rainbow on them so cute she was really pretty i was like she is a cute she's pretty and um she just looked great and then i met some of shane's friends from montana that were like super funny megan oh it doesn't matter i forgot their names i'm pretty sure one of them was megan maybe not but they were so funny I loved the table I sat at because the people were hilarious. Like, everyone was so nice. And except for one of my old coworkers, like, negative Nancy here. Just negative, negative, negative. And I was like, really? I could I could go without seeing you ever again in my life. Like, you're just freaking rude. And I don't miss you. Um, but the table was great. Let's see. It started getting really hot, like, after the ceremony, because, hello, from, like, 12 until, like, 
four, that's when the temperatures really start rising. So it was starting to get super hot. And where we were sitting, it was like a metal roof that was over us. And so it was like the heat was getting trapped in there. And I'm like, dude, why is it getting so fucking hot? And they ran out of water. And I was like, I'm going to have to leave soon. But then they started doing the toasts. And before they did the toasts, as we were sitting down at our tables and like being escorted or like by table to go get food, I was like, the food looks great, but I am way too hot to eat like any type of pasta or meat or bread or salad. Like I was just way too hot. And usually when it's really hot like that, my appetite goes out, goes anyways. And I just want water, um, which we ran out of water. So I didn't want to drink anything else. And so I was just kind of sitting there a little hot. And it just so happened that the table we were sitting at, there was like a like a hole in the metal roof that like where the lighting could come in, like natural lighting. But the way it was coming in, it was just like hitting us and it was super hot. I was like, and my back was turned because at this point they're doing toasts. And I'm, I turn around, I'm like, whoa. Nicole, like, where'd the sun come from? Because the sun was just, like, hitting her. And she goes, yeah, it's that, it's that little bit of um, the, the roof that has, like, the plastic over so the sun can come through. And I, it's, I'm, like, in the sun. I was like, let's go step outside and, like, well, like, for out from underneath the thing. And so, yeah, it was, it was a lot cooler once you got out from the undercovering, which was crazy. But it makes sense because... It was like retaining all the heat in there and then with all those bodies in there. It was nice. Everything was like spread out. So don't think that they weren't taking things seriously. They provided masks for everyone. Whoever wanted to wear them if you didn't bring your own. And there were some people there who were wearing masks in between bites. And, you know, you just got to do you. And you just have to be aware of who you're around and who you're hugging and stuff like that. It was, it was lovely. I, it was really nice. Um, one thing that did crack me up is when we were all sitting at our tables, Shane's mother-in-law like pulled, like found some random person was like, Hey, you know how to use a corkscrew or, you know, the wine cork, the screws. And he's like, yeah, I want you to go to every single table and I want you to unscrew all the wine bottles that need that have corks in them. And I'm like, is this guy even part of the wedding party? Is he, do you know him? No. And he like, he like took it and then like sat it down. And then I guess some other lady that was helping with, uh, letting people know where they sat. She was wearing, I think like a pink and purple dress. She was going around and, and doing the bottles. So that way we could start drinking. Um, I think it was the red wine that was like that. But, uh, no, it was, it was just funny because the guy was like, what? Like, are you talking to me to go do this? Like, I'm, I'm a guest. Like, I just want to enjoy my food and sit down. But I thought that was pretty fun. We were all cracking up a little bit. Um, Let's see what else. When it came to toasts, Shane's mother-in-law started it off, which was, thank God, because, I mean, to start off a toast and to make it a good one and to follow it is a little difficult. At first, she started the toast with, hi, my name is, and I'm Jonathan's mom. And I've been married and I'm like, wait, is she making this toast about herself? Like for a minute there, I was a little worried. I was like, where is this going? And then finally, it was really good. Like the way she ended it was great. I thought it was very good. I was a little worried in the beginning, but it it ended up being really cute. 
And then Jonathan's maid of honor did such a cute little speech, too. She had, like, this whole story of, like, when they were kids and, like, when they met. It was really cute. That one, I think, I think that one kind of made me a little emotional because it's, like, you don't, at least for me, like, I don't have friends from middle school or, like, elementary school that I've stayed connected with throughout this entire time. Like, I have one friend that I reconnected with and I see her, you know, once a month, but, like... To have a friend that you're consistently friends with throughout your lifetime is amazing. And I don't have that. Alvaro has that with some of his friends. And I definitely have always been one person that when I left my school, I left my friends behind. Like, because I was more excited to meet new people and make new friends. Not because I was like, I don't want to be your friend anymore because I'm going to this other school. No, it was just like I kind of knew that we would lose contact because hello like elementary school to middle school middle school to high school like yeah it was just like okay well you know good to spend three years five years you know four years with you and stuff like that some of my high school friends I don't talk to um a lot of my friends that I have now I've met all through work and I'm so thankful to have them as friends because these are friends that I see keeping around for a while and um I hope that we stay friends, like, even if we were to leave, because we've known each other for the time that I've been there, which is almost, well, it's going on six years, so I feel like that is longer than any of my school friendships, if you will, um, but yeah, it was just, it was really nice to be invited to a wedding. This was actually my first wedding that was a friend's and not a family member's, The last wedding I went to was in Chicago in, I think it was like eight years ago now. And then my own wedding, which was in 2017, but that don't count because it was my own wedding. And so it, it meant a lot to be invited to a friend's wedding. And then also it being, you know, two men, like that's amazing because you just see how far we have come to get here like it's just it's just crazy and it's and it was just a an incredible moment and I'm really thankful that I could be a part of it there were you know as all weddings go there are things that people are going to be unhappy with and things that are going to make people happy at the end of the day from especially from the experience of planning my own wedding you cannot make everyone happy and as long as it makes you happy that's all that matters and it just it like that, that, I mean, that's it. Like, what, like, I know when I was planning my wedding, I had people left and right who were like, you should do this, you should do this. It's like, no, Alvaro and I don't want that. And we had to, like, stand our ground firmly on some of the, on the decisions that we made. And a lot of it was ours or mine. Um, but yeah, it was, it was great. And I'm really, really happy that I got to go. I know I'm being, like, really repetitive, but I just, yeah, I just haven't been to, very many of my friends' wedding, if any at all. This is again, this was my first one as a friend. Uh, so, friends, if you're listening, if you're getting married, I better be invited, okay? And yeah, <laughs> uh, let's see. Oh, there was like these. They had like these beautiful succulent uh, centerpieces that were wrapped in like real birch wood that people were like. 
I'm taking that. I'm taking that. Like, I mean, at my table, they were like, I'll fight you for this. And so on my way out, the mother-in-law was like going around. She's like, everything you see on the table, take with you. I don't want none of it. I don't want any of it to go home with me. I don't want it to go home with Shane and Jonathan. Like, take it all. And so I was like, okay, well, this this succulent centerpiece is already spoken for. And then, like, I'm not going to go to someone else's table and take one. However, when I was leaving, there was one I swear that was like hidden, but I said, oh, no one's looking. And I took it. And then when Shane was like, um, excuse me, did you win that from the games yesterday? I said, no, I just took it. And he's like, good girl, (laughs) because his shady ass would have done the same thing. Speaking of that, he did have a fan that said shade on it. And so I was like, he's like shade. And I was like, I wish there was more shade because it was fucking hot. Like it was just crazy. But yeah, that that's, I think, pretty much my story for my two day wedding event. And it was my first two day wedding event. My first wedding that I've gone to that was not family related. So again, to Shane and Jonathan, congratulations. I'm so excited for you. Um, yeah, I just hope that you guys enjoyed this. I know, I know sometimes like listening to stuff like this is kind of like meh. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I hope, I hope you got like the picture of it. Like, I hope, I hope you could visualize what this looked like. Although I did not explain what the outfits look like of the wedding party and Shane and Jonathan, they looked adorable. Oh, my God. Everyone looked so good. I loved it. Loved it. And there was a girl with, like, a white dress because they wore white. It was really unique. Like, the women wore white dresses, which I love that. That was cute. It's, like, a nice spin because Shane was, like, a hello. It's not, like, your typical regular man-woman wedding. So, you know, there is no bride. And so... Oh, there was a girl with like a plaid vet. Oh, she looked great. Anyways, anyways, anyways. I think I'm going to end it because if not, I'm going to start rambling on more and more and more about the wedding. And I had a good time. It was so crazy how fast it went. And when it came to Monday, I was like, did Shane's wedding actually happen? Because when you're having fun, it just goes by so fast. And so then you're like trying. I literally had it. It took me. Well, and then I had Vegas, which, hello, coming soon, episodes part one and two about my Vegas trip, um, which was the weekend after the 19th through the 22nd, just insane. So I really had to sit and try to remember whether it was small details or bigger details. Like, I needed to not just focus on the things that irritated me on Sunday and really focused on like the bigger picture because at the end of the day it was a beautiful wedding we were there for Shane and Jonathan and that's all that matters and at least for me there was like no drama I'm hoping there was like no drama or no major issues throughout the wedding for Shane and Jonathan and if there was hopefully they didn't know about it because that's how it should be like when people are getting married those two individuals that are getting married should not know of any of the issues that are happening because it's their day to just be celebrated and have fun and to thank the people who came to their wedding to celebrate them and not have to fucking worry about like oh my god what do you mean the flowers didn't arrive oh my god i gotta get on the phone and call them no it's like someone else needs to handle that so i'm hoping that that's what happened Um, Shane and Jonathan I will say they did an amazing job with talking with everybody I think I saw Shane a little bit more social than Jonathan I felt like I saw Jonathan like sitting at a table and then he would sit at a table but Shane was like being a butterfly like he is like a Mariah Carey's finger like just like 
butterfly flying everywhere. And of course, there was Mariah Carey music playing. And it was just lovely. Okay, I think I'm going to end it there. I don't know what else more I could say. All right, Shane, if you're listening, I love you. And thank you for inviting me. It was beautiful and wonderful. And it was, you're the best. Thanks for listening. Bye.